Hello and welcome to Gamestorming, a podcast about creating video games, or the ideas for them anyway. Using a set of brainstorming cards and story writing cubes, I'm going to attempt to come up with amazing ideas right before your very ears. There's only one simple rule, every single card and cube must be incorporated. My name's Oliver Clark and let's get on with it. Got my story cubes and my brainstorming cards right here, so here we go. Going to start by drawing three of the brainstorming cards. And so we have attrition, objects are gradually weakened. I think we've had this one in the past. Battering a gate, hitting an enemy, burning, rusting, weapon degradation, draining of the battery. Reposition, move an object other than the player character to a new location on the field. So you can teleport enemies, push or pull objects, take and carry items, or it's something like a conveyor belt. And reach the end. The primary objective of the game is to reach the milestones. Milestones can be checkpoints, unlockables, or the end of each level. Now we have our story dice, which I'm going to press to roll my phone here. Press another button to orient them better. Let's see what we have. We have a globe, a dinosaur skull. We've got a stick figure blindfolded touching another stick figure on the face. We have an octopus. We have a germ, turtle, wet clothes drying on in the sun. <laughs> These are very strange cubes. And we've got an angry face, and then we also have a skull and crossbones indicating probably death or something. There we have it. We have our three cards and our nine story dice. Let's start game storming. My initial thinking here is we have a lot of sea creatures, the octopus and the turtle, and even the dinosaur bones we could um, interpret as being sort of ancient life. And as well as the germs, those germs or, or plankton or algae which means I think I'm gonna pursue an underwater theme or an oceanic theme for this game. Our cards are attrition, reposition, reach the end. I'm thinking of a sailing game, maybe even a 2D sailing game, which is a little bit open world, or maybe I should say the objectives are gonna be a little looser than a typical 2D side-scrolling game so there'll be maybe side quests and, or things to do in the vein of that pixel pirate game that's on steam even though i haven't played that very much that look i think would work really well here i'm going to use the globe first i think and say a lot of our levels are going to take place in the great oceans of the world there will be various scenarios where you're in the atlantic and the pacific maybe in even in the arctic ocean and this will allow you to encounter a lot of these different sea creatures that we're going to face I'm not sure whether or not to take it to having a crew of people and you have to look after their needs like hunger or thirst, but that's certainly an idea as well, especially with this death story cube. You know what? We could even interpret the germ as your crew getting diseases or sick on the high seas and then also the skull and crossbones. I don't want it to do pirates because I think pirates are a little overdone. I think it's just going to represent that you can die in this game. There are two of our cubes figured out, or three, three, sorry, because of the globe. We still have to worry about the dinosaur bones, this octopus, this really strange one with the guy touching someone else's face with a blindfold on, as well as the wet clothes I think I can incorporate in a second, the turtle, and an angry face. And then we still have attrition, reposition, and reach the end. Attrition, I think, is going to be, it can apply to a few things. Our ship is going to be able to wear down, and I think one of the main mechanics of this game is going to be fighting ancient 
sea monsters. That's where the sea monsters will attack our ship, and that's where the attrition will play in when we're getting hit by an enemy and then also hitting the enemies to do damage. There's that card that takes care of the dinosaur skull because I think we're going to be tackling ancient sea life as well in this game. Not sure about the premise yet, whether it's time traveling to get to the ancient sea life or maybe these things have just always existed and, and it's more of an exploration type thing where you're going further out into the ocean. Maybe there's a portal that's been opened in the deep ocean that's bringing these ancient creatures into our oceans and we're tasked with either collecting them or killing them or somehow maybe that's the reaching the end is to close this portal that's bringing in all this ancient uh, sea life which is causing so much destruction. I'm going to say that for reach the end. I was initially thinking a 2D side scrolling where you have to reach the end of a level but I think this works better. Okay, we've used four cubes and one of our cards, two of our cards, reposition. I'm wondering about that. Move an object other than the player character to a new location on the field. Hmm, I wonder if you can use or deploy sea life to attack these ancient threats. So maybe you, in a Pokemon-esque style, can capture turtles or call for them or and octopuses, octopi, and maybe they can fight alongside you. So that's what I'm going to say is the reposition part. And that also takes two more cubes out of play. The wet clothes drying in the sun, that's going to be the risk of your crew being pulled over the edge by these ancient monsters. Like a kraken will reach a tentacle up and yank someone overboard and you'll lose crew members like that. And you'll have to build, you have to upgrade your ship to prevent things like that and upgrade weapons like harpoons to help fight these ancient monsters. The angry face, I'm going to say, I'm wondering if a system like XCOM where the world progressively gets more and more agitated with you unless you're accomplishing stuff if unless you're taking down these monsters or making progress towards closing the rift maybe that's where this anger meter comes in so the world has maybe formed an organization to tackle this threat and they're getting really mad at you and you can appease them by accomplishing your missions and taking down these ancient threats the one last cube we have, because I think we've used eight cubes and three cards now, is our... Huh, is this, is this weird one with the touching of the face. There could be night missions where you're not entirely sure where the monster is. This could work two ways. You have a radar sonar type system, which is trying to locate these ancient sea creatures that have escaped from the rift. And so that indicates that you're kind of blind to this situation until you've... And maybe there's gaining support from nations to provide you with upgraded equipment, which will help you map the ocean floor so you have a better idea. Maybe you can install sensors at specific parts of the ocean so you'll be more easily able to track these monsters as they move. I think that would be a good way to handle that. And it'd be really interesting and a way of progressing to reach the end as well. The other thing I was thinking about is just the general idea of, okay, how did this rift form in the ocean and sort of getting the backstory of why it's occurring. What has gone wrong to have opened up this gigantic rift in the ocean and who should be punished for that? I'm going to take this cube in more of a symbolic metaphorical view than just the one where he's touching someone's face. I think that's it. We used all three cards and all nine story dice. Let's go over the idea, shall we? So here we go. 
A gigantic rift has opened up in the deepest portions of the oceans. You've been tasked with taking a crew to try and either capture or destroy these ancient threats, which are wreaking havoc on the ocean's ecosystem as well as the economy of the world. A global organization has formed to fund your venture to take down these ancient threats, but they're not going to stay happy for very long unless you take action and accomplish your missions. You're not alone, though. You have the help of modern creatures who aren't taking kindly to these ancient threats either. I'm just thinking now, reposition doesn't really mean controlling the sea creatures. So I'm going to have to rethink that a little bit. For reposition, I think we're going to have nodes that you can upgrade and move to various squares on the world map. It's going to play on that idea of battleship where you're checking individual squares by pinging the nodes and seeing if they've noticed any activity in the area. So you have to be very strategic about where you place these nodes. So that's going to be the repositioning aspect. I'm going to change the idea of using animals and capturing the modern day ones to help fight alongside you. I'm going to change that to those are the animals you're trying to save. And maybe there are side quests or things where a specific group of turtles or octopuses are being threatened or some or maybe dolphins or maybe one specific animal is being threatened by an ancient creature and you have to help them in a certain time frame. You have a lot of tools at your disposal, including nodes that you can place strategically to help you find these creatures. You're going to be able to reposition these nodes at various points in the game and be able to ping them to see if any activity has been in that square on the world map. Your crew and your ship will face a lot of attrition where your ship can be worn down by the monsters attacking, your crew can be pulled overboard, there will be disease that you have to fight, and you can also have health where you will be able to die and you might have to start the game over. Reaching the end means finding out the mysterious origins of this rift and where it came from and who might be responsible. That's it. Another episode of Game Swimming in the Bag. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to see screenshots of the cards and the dice that I use, you can visit the blog post for this episode at GameStormingPodcast.com or follow the podcast on Twitter at GameStormingPod. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for another episode of Game Storming.